0: What is up bosses before we kick off this episode of invested like a boss. I want to tell you about our sponsor this week Do you hear that? You should know what that means. It's the sound to start selling on Shopify. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. So whether you're selling garden gnomes or furniture for tiny homes, Shopify simplifies selling online and in person so you can focus on successfully growing your business. Shopify covers every sales channel from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform. It even lets you sell across social media marketplaces like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Shopify is packed with industry-leading tools ready to ignite your growth. They give you complete control over your business and your brand without having to learn any new skills in design or code. Now it is your turn to get serious about selling and try Shopify today. We have a special $1 per month trial period offer when you go to shopify.com com That's Shopify.com slash I-L-A-B. Make sure it's all lowercase to get you to the right place and we'll get your business to the next level today. It's Shopify.com slash ilab. All right, let's kick off this week's episode. Welcome to the Invest Like a Boss podcast. I'm Sam Marks. I'm Derek
1: Spartz. And I'm Johnny FD. We're self made entrepreneurs who invest our own money and use modern technology to invest like a boss. Join us each week for exclusive interviews with our network of modern investors, business owners, and multimillionaires to discover new ways to invest our hard earned cash.
2: Hey guys, this is Johnny, and welcome to a very special Q4 quarterly update of Invest Like a Boss.
1: Hey, Sam. Oh, happy holidays it's a holiday edition yeah look at this have <laughs> we both we didn't even plan this but we both got festive yeah marry everything baby uh <laughs> what what does mine say can you see Ho 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 i think you've worn this one before right yeah i only it's have like one a, uh yeah
2: my default like why what, what would i buy another one
1: it's this it's the, the it's uh johnny santa claus yeah
2: so thank you to the uh, patrons who can watch this on video. Everyone else, uh, it's audio only. But Sam is wearing a red and white, kind of a '90s style, '80s style. How would you describe it?
1: Oh, I don't know. It's a, it's a, just a Christmas top. It's my pajamas, actually. Oh, well, yeah. Time nice. I that's really great. come. Only time I really come back here anymore is the holidays. Yeah, so perfect. I have a bunch of Christmas stuff, and like this is like a little scarf my mom quilted me oh that's nice all just okay. like cozy clothes
2: well mine is a actual sweater it's actually really warm
1: mm-hmm. and has a you want to describe what's on it it's uh it's an asian santa claus <laughs> <laughs> actually we can't tell if it's asian but i assume it is can be, um, can be. It, yeah it's cool it's santa claus ho 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 i mean it's uh it, it kind of looks like a retro looks like a retro christmas sweater
2: yeah. Well, everyone uh, who is listening to the uh, free version of this, the, 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 the peasant version, <laughs> this will be out in the new year. So happy 2023, guys.
1: Happy 2023. Uh, what a year. So on this episode, I think for, for most of our listeners, we you know the kind of the, the standard flow of it. But what we'll do is we'll just, yeah, we'll, we'll break it into two different sections. So the private part, which we'll talk about... Um, more of the lifestyle over the last year, some of the new year's goals, things that we're up to, and then we'll break into the, uh, sorry, the private part, the the public part to go first. And then we'll break into the private part, which we'll talk more about the investments, um, new activity, how our year ended up financially and, and anything that personally that we just don't want to, aren't able to disclose on the public version, our dating lives, our uh, (laughs) family matters, (laughs) our antidepressant pills. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And actually, uh, we are forced to break this into two because neither multimillionaire Sam or former Just Barely Millionaire Johnny have paid for Zoom premium.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not I guess- this, 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 despite Derek's best efforts throughout the year.
2: <laughs> I, I
1: Once in a while, I log
2: on to check how much it is. I'm like, okay, maybe maybe it's like not that much, and I should just get it. And then I'm like, no, I get 40 minutes free. Like, I don't want like we like it forces me to keep the interviews less than 40 minutes, which is what we aim to do, anyways. Mm-hmm. And then when it's long form, it's with you or Derek. And we just break it out. Yeah. Just break it out. So, guys, we're saving you guys money because we don't have enough Patreons supporting the show. So if you guys want to support the show. And help us maybe one day sign up for Zoom premium. Go to investlikeaboss.com slash Patreon and uh you can get the video version of the full recording this. Um, but let, let's kick it off with the public stuff. Uh how uh, was your last quarter, Sam? Like what do you have you traveled? where are you now? Where have you traveled? What what have you yeah, been up yeah. to?
1: Man, I'm I'm in South Carolina now. Guess how cold it is here there's this massive yeah it's there's this massive like freeze going across the usa Mm. Um, so the whole country is cold and my parents have been coming to south carolina for the last 15 years to this area maybe 20 years they said they'd never seen it this cold wow Um, in fahrenheit i think it's i want to say it is um 11 and in celsius it's minus minus eight right now wow that's very cold and very cold how is um your your insulation like how and your heating how how warm, what what's the temperature in your your room right now dude this ha- this house is awesome it's it's the wind's blowing like 30 miles an hour outside right now if you go outside you think you're in some type of winter like crazy storm mm. i don't hear anything in here i didn't even okay. know it was cold. like yeah, it's a great house it's got great insulation um heating everything works perfect it's like it's it's a shame because it's such a beautiful house and literally it sits here 54 weeks of the year empty at this point um but once i get here i'm like i'm so cozy and happy i got like all these books and Mm -hmm. warm clothes and great place i have awesome like meditation room yoga room um i'll have to do actually i'll do a tour of the house like i did for the the barcelona apartment Um,
2: yeah oh that was a great tour if you guys haven't seen it uh, because you guys are not patrons sam showed his entire apartment uh in barcelona um i kind of you know i'm assuming you want to keep it somewhat private and that's why you, you have it just there um it is your home and i guess for south carolina i and, haven't and seen it before. was
1: and it was robbed
2: <laughs> oh and it was uh, so luckily it hasn't happened again knock on wood yeah touch wood um but yeah i would love to see that tour so
1: please put that in the patrons for everyone Yeah, we'll do. So yeah, so I'm I'm here now. Uh, I'll just be back for a week. Um, But but basically, my quarter went like, kind of like this, it was started off in Cambodia for the this charity project that I've been working on. Um, And then from there, it was Japan. And we recorded an episode with Kevin Shea in Japan, but that was basically three weeks from Tokyo to Hokkaido in the north, down to, to Kyoto. Uh, from there, went back to to Barcelona for about four or five weeks, mm-hmm. and was there like in a in a really good routine. Um, it's beautiful time of the year in Barcelona. It might be my favorite time of the year. It's like you still get some warm days, but they're increasingly cool, but just perfect weather. Like, oh God, well, what is it in Fahrenheit? I always have to do Fahrenheit and Celsius. Now, just just do Celsius. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Celsius. It's like Celsius. It's like kind of. Um, 10 to 15 at night, and then around 20 in the day. So that's sunny cool. most days.
2: Yeah, pretty chilly at night. So nice, nice sleeping weather, and then sunny and
1: kind of nice, but not too hot during the day. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so nice. And then all the leaves are changing. And, um, and Barcelona gets quite festive, I'll say. Like they decorate most of the streets. Each street kind of has its own unique display of Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. And then there's this plant that has red uh, leaves. You may have seen them. Um, it's like the Christmas plant. Yeah, and yeah. It's like everyone's got them everywhere, and it's it's super. You know, it's super beautiful. Um, but it's also quite like it's it's peaceful in the city. You know, I've always said Barcelona for a big city. Once you get out of like the the old city of R- Born R- and <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Rambla, like it's it's a really peaceful city, especially outside of summer when most of the tourists are there, just like you know, getting wasted. Um, but fall, yeah awesome time in the city really loved uh every day there and then i just came back here so that's pretty much been the the story of my quarter in terms of travel well let me Um, ask you this
2: are you do you ever get sick of moving around uh or you know even though you're going from house to house where you have your stuff and, and you're familiar with it is it getting tiring to do it or is it like a nice kind of uh break where before you get tired of staying in one place you can just move to another
1: somewhat familiar place where your stuff is yeah it's 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 pretty good right now actually so what i've realized this year is i don't i'm not enjoying travel to new places just for travel's sake but i do enjoy going between my homes um and and i think that's going to be pretty much it going forward for a while maybe like i'll get a travel bug again but i really enjoy my time in in my place in Shanghai, i, I re- really love my pl- my time in barcelona and frankly coming back to the states man it's like you have a big test when you've been abroad for like say the whole year and then you fly into atlanta airport you have a big test of like like literally patience and uh it, and it's a culture shock like mm-hmm. It was, a, it was an hour and 45-minute immigration line for U.S. What? citizens to get through why? Atlanta when I flew in just to be greeted by this prick TSA agent that's just, like, demanding things of me and asking all these sharp questions and grilling me about why I've been outside the U.S. Um, because I can, and then, motherfucker. Yeah. And then literally, sorry, people from Atlanta, that airport is such a shithole, man. It's, like, it's literally like you think you're going into a third-world country. Um, and, like... <laughs> I mean, the people that work there, it's just like, it's, it's, it's just rough I and mean, it's a rough <laughs> experience because there's not a place in the world that I've traveled to that is like that unpleasant mm-hmm. literally in terms of an airport facility, maybe like Egypt.
0: Oh yeah. Um, Egypt's terrible, but okay. no
1: place, certainly no place in Europe, Asia, I would say even South America. Um, so you're like, but then you get out of that, right? That's like the test. And you get uh-huh. out of, you get to a place like this. It's like, wow, I'm back to like some of the nicest people in the world super hospitable, very clean, mm-hmm. um, you know, a bit bit hillbilly around here. But overall, like very, very pleasant place to be. It's just the big cities. It just to me just are very unpleasant here. <laughs> but,
2: Whew. Well, um, I think that's why I like Eve is even though it's a big city, it doesn't feel like that. Mm-hmm. You know, the airport's been closed the whole year because uh, of the war. But I remember flying out of here was easy and, yeah. and arriving back was easy. And the fact that you can take an Uber black to the airport, which is actually quite outside of the city, so it's probably like a thirty minute drive, mm-hmm. it's like twenty maybe twenty bucks twenty five bucks maximum or something mm. and you can be in comfort to the airport. There's never long lines, immigration's you know like they're not very friendly, but they're not like there's no it's it's an easy process
1: yeah um, and yeah, I loved it. I never get tired of hearing about updates from Kiev. And I always <laughs> I always have to like pinch myself when we connect. And I, I've, I, I always remember that you're there, but it's always like not real until I actually hear you're like, yeah, I'm still in Kiev and like, here's the update. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I want, I want to hear like how that's been and how your quarter has been overall. Um, but also just like leading into that, I, I just saw uh, an episode, I think it's on Netflix, where Zelensky was on Letterman. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and letterman flew to kiev and they recorded like underground uh let- a show on letterman um with Zelensky in a in a subway and i thought yeah. that was that was really cool to watch yeah that was also a bit of an update but
2: so uh a fun kind of fact uh on that is uh letterman you know he he's used to just flying you know private or first class somewhere um and then having you know this great studio, you know, like like imagine if he does if he does a show really anywhere else in the world, right? Let's he does it in in London or in somewhere in Asia or even in the US. He probably flies private first class there, gets picked up in like a nice you know like a nice executive car, taken to a, like a nice hotel, and then in the morning they drive him to a nice studio. Everything's kind of just done. He was talking about his experience, uh, of coming to Ukraine. So he had that, you know, he did all that to the Polish border. And then they're like, all right, well, good luck. You need to get to (laughs) Kiev." like, I'm sure he had like a handler or something, but Mm -hmm. then it was like a real experience. He had to, he took the train, um, to Kiev. And when they put him, when they brought him to the, the studio, it was, it's a working metro station or, um the The station itself, Kashotic, is' kind of like the main station uh, in the center. that's been skipped this whole war, mainly because it's been used as kind of like a bunker. It's been used as a bomb shelter. It's been and it's also been used as a meeting place or staging um place for like for press because it's it's one of the only places um like right in the middle like right in the city center that is underground uh, to protect against bombs. And he had been told that there would be trains going by, but he kind of assumed they would come by like every like half an hour or something. And it wouldn't be that big of a deal. They would just pause and Mm -hmm. keep going. He said every like three or four minutes, there was a train flying by and it was loud. And like, he would like, look at the producer, like, should we pause? And he like, they're like, no, 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 keep rolling. Like this is, we have one, we have one take.
1: <laughs> yeah. There was bomb sirens that went off in the middle of the middle of the recording. Yeah, and Letterman kind of like eyes, lit like, yeah. up like, and he looks at Zelensky. He's like, whoa, 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 what, "What should we do?" And Zelensky's like, "Nothing." Yeah. Well, I mean, they are already in a bomb shelter, so like, yeah. what else do you
2: want to do? Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, fun fact is that station is a ten minute walk from my house, mm-hmm. and. I don't know if it was just right after that or a week after that, that station's working again as a, as an actual
1: Metro stop. So things are s- slowly getting back to normal. again. I guess you like couldn't have gone and bought tickets to that Letterman show. I don't like know. I'm sure it was a private audience of,
2: I don't know how they selected the audience, but nobody knew it was going to be there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There, was, there was
1: obviously tons of military in that you could see on camera. So,
0: but that was cool. This week's sponsor of Invest Like a Boss is Shopify. That noise right there is your sign to this year finally forget about those run-of-the-mill resolutions and instead start your own New Year's revolution. It doesn't matter if you're selling dining chairs or stuffed teddy bears. Shopify is packed with industry-leading tools ready to ignite your growth. They give you complete control over your business and your brand without having to learn any new skills in design or code or anything like that. And thanks to Shopify's 24-7 help and extensive business course library, they are there to support your success every step of the way. I've mentioned it before. I've used Shopify myself back when I used to work in the music business. We sold merch through Shopify. It was so easy and simple and very successful. Sam and Johnny on the show have also used Shopify through different ventures as well. Now it's your turn to start using Shopify and getting serious. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. You can sign up right now for just $1 per month on a trial period at shopify.com slash ilab. Make sure the I-L-A-B is all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash ilab to take your business to the next level today. shopify.com slash I-L-A-B.
2: kind of working backwards uh even though it seems like everything's fine like i have lights now internet super fast it's like a crap shoot like i have a schedule of when the scheduled blackouts are mm-hmm. and i when when things are pretty calm i'm pretty lucky that a lot of times they, they skip the blackout that's kind of it's kind of like a their that's their their time where they can load shed but in general, I have electricity more than other people because I live in the center. The further out you live, and this is kind of messed up, but if you live out in the suburbs or if you live in kind of like the poorer neighborhoods, uh, you have less electric- electricity. And it's not nothing to do with like class or um, or money. It has more to do with infrastructure. Where I'm on the same street as all the restaurants and the shops and banks and everything. Yeah. So they just kind of prioritize that more
1: than someone who lives on the suburbs somewhere, where there's like, all right, well, yeah. Sorry. So, what are you doing with on um, during the blackout? Like, is the blackout total blackout? Like, no electricity, nada. Mm-hmm. And what 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 do you typically do?
2: Yeah. So, the electricity will go out normally for about anywhere between four and six hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wi-Fi goes down with it. Uh, fortunately, sometimes cell signal still works. Like half the time. So then it's fine. I can just, I I, I kind of just light some candles um, and then,
1: you know, scroll on my phone. Right? Like I think what I was, people would do anyways. I was just thinking this sounds like, in an odd way, it sounds very romantic to just have like internet, taken, internet electricity taken away from you for four hours a day. And then yeah. just like, your only options like light a candle and read a book or something. It's yeah. Not such um, a bad thing.
2: Yeah. There's a podcast. Mind, I'm sure yeah sometimes i'll watch something that i downloaded earlier um i have a vr headset so i, I do the uh, I, I can play so, boxing so you, watch, there.
1: so you watch vr porn well this whole no I, the I, no Outs there's no internet access so i can play uh, <laughs> this boxing game and that's it how do you play boxing oh because it's uh you don't need to connect for it yeah it's offline oh that and that vr boxing is insane wow, right it's great it's a great it's workout crazy. yeah
2: yeah so yeah like it hasn't been that bad but for example, scheduling this, the reason why my my schedule now is kind of blocky is because I try to only accept our calls when I know that there's going to be internet and there's going to be electricity. Um, but funny thing is, on the last episode that I recorded with um, with a guest from uh, Real Assets, I had uh, I had internet, everything worked fine. and exactly 15 minutes after we hung up the call.
1: Blackout, oh, no, no internet, geez. nothing. That's rough. Well, good, good timing.
2: And then with Derek's episode, the um, the 2022 wrap up, it was it was a blackout. I had no no cell um, signal, but there was a restaurant, pretty much just downstairs on the main street, that had everything. So I was sitting in this like Israeli shawarma cafe in the back with the mic and that and the headphones in recording the episode
1: jeez man what's the update on uh, your properties in in Har- or your property in harkiv any update like- no no
2: update uh, i could go there it's like an 8 hour drive away but i like i don't want
1: to deal with the headache to be honest mm-hmm. like right now it's just kind of sitting in limbo so what's the what, what's the like the mentality of kind of people on the streets is it is it um is it business as usual or is it is it really uh kind of rough around the, the war? It's hard to tell. Um, Ukrainians
2: are pretty stoic people. One thing I really yeah. like about them. It's funny, like most of them, like if things are bad, you don't you don't really know. Like they won't tell you. Um, they don't like asking for help. Mm-hmm. So it looks like business is normal because restaurants are open. People are going out. People are doing things. um Taxes are, you know, like it looks like everything's working. Mm-hmm. But like when I talk to people, I mean, first, everyone's been through, you know, through this crazy year. Secondly, everyone knows somebody you know, who has died from this or lost their home format. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then third, I think everybody kind of suppresses um the word try not they try not to think about it because it it kind of like it'll like there's nothing they can personally do about it. Um, so most people are just trying to live their normal life. But I can tell that, like financially, people have less money now, like much, much less. And they're on one hand, they're still going out to restaurants, but like they'll go once a week, you know, that's like the one time a week to like kind of get their mind off things and meet with friends. Um, but even then it's hard to schedule and like ha- even hang out. Like I've always had a pretty flexible schedule and I eat out most meals. So I'm always asking people to hang out and, and eat. And a lot of times they just can't get here. Like the metro might not be working or they can't get a taxi because um, the the, pr- the prices are surging because of, uh, you know, like for whatever reason, either curfew or because um, there was a like a warning or something. So life has just been more difficult overall for everyone. But at the same time, everyone that I know and speak to, they – they see, you know, the this war going the right direction. And it's going to end one day, hopefully soon. Um, and they're optimistic about it. But it's kind of just like this kind of weird hard period where it's been 300, you know, something days. It's been almost a year. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like, you know, what, what are you going to do about it? Everyone should just take mushrooms. Yeah. Chill out. Yeah. I, I was going to rewind and... At the beginning of this quarter, I was actually in Greece and in Athens. And it was end of uh, October. I was in the sun, sun, you know, sunshine, and I was depressed, man. I was r- in a really bad place. I never, I didn't want to go out, and leave the house. I didn't want to like go, go meet anyone. I didn't work out. All I did was eat like those uh, Greek gyros because they're they're just oh crooked. yeah, Easy. yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, I literally had – I would buy, I would go out once a day and either go to the supermarket just to buy a couple of things or I would go to the Euro shop, buy three Euros, and I would eat I would eat one or two for lunch and then, like, keep one in the fridge for later. And I did that mm-hmm. for one month, and I was so unhappy. Like, I felt like I needed to go back to Ukraine, um, but I couldn't because I was waiting on this document. Mm-hmm. And I had prepaid a month at the Airbnb, and my flights were booked. And I was like, "Ah, I was like I don't want to waste a thousand dollars to to go back early." Mm-hmm. And as soon as I got back, actually, I felt better. Like I, the depression is gone. Um, just the fact that I'm here, I feel like everything's a little bit more okay, somehow, or at least I'm connected to it. I think because it's like it's
1: it's it's home now.
2: Yeah, and I hate that it is because I'm so connected to it. And I love this house so much that I can't imagine being happy living somewhere else.
1: Yeah. It's and tough. it
2: sucks. Like I I wish I didn't have that attachment. And this is why I recommend to people never own anything, never, never build a house yeah. Uh, because I was, I was perfectly happy bouncing around from the Airbnbs and rentals until I
1: own my own place. And now like there's nowhere else I want to live. I feel the exact same, man. And I, I was just, you know, I've been studying uh, Buddhism a lot late, lately and like one of the, one of the gu- gurus, yogis that I was reading about was, was preaching to never, never stay in a place for more than 10 days. Because after that, you start to get, you start to grow attachments to things around you. Mm-hmm. And that's why you see a lot of like nomadic monks. They just, you know, they're often in search of, of teachers and community. But oftentimes they're just like, no, I don't want to get attached to those things. So Mm -hmm. that's why you see monks just like walking, you know, barefoot um, Mm -hmm. from temple to temple and they just stay on the go. So they never grow any sense of attachment. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, It's tricky, man. It is tricky because I also I felt we went through this kind of very similar parallel path together being nomads to to basically hunkering down and getting bases. And I think both of us started like felt better once we did it but now we don't like it's almost like now we can't go back to the previous yeah you know and I, I also feel like I'm in bar when I'm in Barcelona I'm like I feel I feel pretty good here but then when I go travel I'm like I, I also get like depressed and I'm like I feel un unta- like unwell and un, un, unattached really unanchored and um I want I'll just want to get back to that house but then when I'm there I'm like okay it's the same routine like over and over and over and over again it's just like what's the point of doing this? Oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a weird one. Wait till we get a dog.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and well, I mean, that's another attachment, right? Where mm-hmm. on one hand, I think having these attachments, whether it's a dog or a house or a family, there are benefits of it both psychologically and also kind of for uh... our lives. Um, you know, Maybe it's a, a sense of, of joy or love that we can't get bounce on every mm-hmm. 10 days. But it's definitely more stress it's definitely um even financially probably worse like I I spend I mean here's one thing is if I had never invested in, in this property and I just put that money into you know really any kind of investment that would have been like you know 1500 bucks you know uh, a month that I could have just put towards an airbnb anywhere in the world mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now, because I have this, I, I like, I can't get myself to spend uh, money on accommodation when I'm abroad. Mm, I'm like, I'm just, I'm like, I'm paying for this place already technically because yeah. I have it, yeah. and it's just sitting empty. Like, why would I spend another hundred bucks a night uh, staying somewhere else? That's insane, and especially if it's not as comfortable or not as nice. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe we just need to travel together, get back on the road together. That's what I've been missing, though, when I'm like abroad and I'm like, I don't know anyone where I am. I'm like, this is so stupid. Like, I'm too old to be traveling places (laughs) and know nobody. Yeah. um, And just go into cafes with my laptop. (laughs) But but I still enjoy it. Like, yeah. So this will parlay into kind of or segue into the next thing. So I'm about to be a free man, Johnny. Okay. About to have a lot of about to have a lot of time on my hands. Okay. Yeah. So f- finally, basically, I'm I'm out of the the work. It's okay. not 100% official yet, but my last no. day is supposed to be January 31st. Okay. Um, nice. For with with coworker, which is actually it's a huge deal. Like I've been talking about it for a long time, but
2: yeah,
1: it's been this seven year path where it started off as like a fun little uh, cafe startup mm. that grew bringing on a partner then bring on investors then covid trying to bail up like save the company and save my investors then we ended up patching a deal together and selling it in the middle of covid um then there was like new life breathed into the company and then but then i'm like a corporate employee mm-hmm. uh and then they sold the company uh, a year later to an, another big company and then it was like another integration and breath of fresh air and like all of a sudden i'm like two years into a corporate job where I'm working like insane hours um, on a schedule. I don't want to have, you know, and I'm working for someone else's dream at that point. And like the time just, it goes by so quick. And like you turn around twice and you're like, dude, I've been doing this for seven years. And it's been yeah. like, it's been, it's been a, a massive amount of work and stress um, for basic, for very, very little. We can get into that, the detail of it in the, in the public. I'm sorry, in the private part of this coming up, but Long story short, um, I think it's been agreed that my last day will be January 31st. And so all of a sudden, I'm going to have this massive void again, like eight hours a day, plus a lot of time in the morning and evening, which normally I'm thinking about the business. I'm just not actively working on it. It's going to be free. Uh, so that's it's going to be a, a weird new year. So knowing you for all these years, do not <laughs> jump
2: headfirst into another project or
1: another business. <laughs> Please say that every time I talk to you. Um, yes, this was my dad's advice before I started this company. He goes, Dude, you really want to start another startup? He's like, You forget what you went through with that. You thought you were only thinking about the outcome mm-hmm. and the success at the end, but you forget the day to day. He's like, I know about the day to day because I was there, like listening to you, hearing you, seeing you, and you were a mess, man. Like, so you go do this again. Maybe you make a few more million it's not going to change your life but if you have a heart attack you know it, it will so like think about it hard before you do it i'm like yeah no problem man let's go oh man it was such a mistake but if i hadn't done that it would have been something else right or maybe i would have just gotten gone crazy investing in, in speculative things to keep me busy or you could have you know? been sailing and surfing like your your buddy Zach <laughs> you found on the show <laughs> i could have found inner peace by now <laughs> yeah, instead of seven more years of panic, and yeah, anxiety or attacks.
2: or you could have had a dog and gone on long hikes every day,
1: dude. Well, I'm not going to make the same mistake again, Johnny. I've got a plan. Um, but it'll be a it'll be a big void. But I think I, I didn't handle the void last time well at all. Like I be, I basically became an alcoholic. Um, all I was twenty eight. All my friends were working. Uh, I went from being broke to having money. And I pretty much didn't know what to do with my time and I didn't handle the void. Well, but now I'm like, I'm actually looking very much forward to the void. Yeah, that's good. Um, Yeah. And and a lot of a lot, a lot also from the learnings of this podcast and talking to people that have been through it and Mm -hmm. um, what they do with their time. And, you know, you mentioned Zach and stuff. Like I just talked to him yesterday. He's, he just bought a, a brand new custom $3 million catamaran. He's just going to go sailing for the next like two years around the world, port to port. books and wine
2: well i'm sure Uh, he needs a a skipper so why don't you does yeah why don't you hop on with him
1: no johnny this is your opportunity to go be santa claus in in japan (laughs) (laughs) remember the thing you applied for you could just go be on his boat (laughs) yeah yeah, i could actually
2: yeah no but seriously like Mm -hmm. like that that sounds like the okay Here's what I would reckon. This is Johnny's free financial advice to you, Sam. Okay?
1: okay? Financial advice. All right. Yeah. Don't buy a boat. I'm not buying a boat. But be friend like it's good that you have friends okay. with the boats. <laughs> <laughs> but send but I mean send them a Christmas card.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like just be like, "Hey, you know, I got all this free time now. Like, you know, I'll come hang out for a few weeks on your boat."
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not I'm not buying any new things for sure. No, no new things. Renting everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for a while.
2: For a while, I definitely don't buy a car. Uh, owning a car has been the hugest headache. But now mm-hmm. that I own one, I can't give it up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like all things in life, man.
2: Yeah, like once you buy it, you can't imagine no longer
1: owning it. I think it's not. It's not even that. It's like all things. It's like you have a girlfriend or a wife. It's like or kids. It's like you can't imagine not. Is even this job, it's like, I'm not, I haven't been enjoying this for the last five years. Mm. But even, but the finality of, of, of p- deciding and agreeing on a, 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 an end date and having to walk away from the staff and colleagues, um, everyone that you gotten to know, and also like not get to see the business get to where you really wanted it to get to. And like, you're walking away from kind of all that. It's, uh, it's, it's definitely emotional, you know, mm. It's like, I don't even know how to go without that because it's been, even though it's been shitty to me, generally speaking, it's been like an anchor. It's been something that I had to like put my brain onto and problem solve for a long time. And so there's going to be a natural, um, you know, void there, but
2: well, if you get bored in your eight hours a day, if you free to call me, we can, uh, let's hang out and, uh, yeah. Play some um, video games online in multiplayer mode.
1: When you don't have blackouts, I guess. I know. Or you can come over and play some VR boxing. I, I do have a guest room that I'm currently in now. So we should talk, before we go into the, the, the investment stuff, what's, um, let's talk just quick about, it's New Year's. I mean, we're, this is actually, we're recording this a day before Christmas, but by the time it airs, it'll be, it'll be New Year's. Um, so what's your plan in the new year? I'm happy I'm here for the holidays. Um, Part
2: of me just wants to stick it through and just just stay. I'm I'm tired of traveling. I'm tired of moving around. Mm -hmm. Logically, it would make sense for me to go somewhere like Thailand for three months Uh, and just sit it out, sit out the war, uh, sit out the cold because it is freezing. Um, I like luckily my heat came back on, but for four days I had no heat in the house, (laughs) no electricity, (laughs) or electricity half the day. So it would make sense for me to, to go somewhere like, you know, fe- for February, March, those two kind of coldest months.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I have friends in Thailand now. I, I do miss it, but at the same time, I know if I go, I want to be gone for, I, I don't, I, I, it's so, t- it's so tiring to travel, especially long distances now that I don't want to go somewhere just to travel um, and sightsee. I want to like actually base my life somewhere. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um if I if I had a girlfriend and she wanted to leave, like I like, and then just live somewhere else, you know, like Sri Lanka or, or Thailand for three months, I would I would do it. But the the thought of just going alone somewhere and then making new friends and like bouncing around for no real reason, it like
1: it it doesn't really sound very appealing to me right now. Yeah, that's good. I'm going to go, I, I, I think this year, I'm going to spend between Japan and Barcelona. Mm-hmm. It's all actually, plans are going to change pretty quick because this, this whole uh, being completed with my work with coworker is news only as of uh, like this week. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really given it a ton of thought, but I think what I'm, I'm going to do is go, I'm going to spend three months, three months, three months, three months. So do three months in Spain, and go through, do 3 months in Japan back Spain back to Japan
2: okay
1: i like that and, uh,
2: good idea
1: i want to learn I, I think i'm going to do the summer in okinawa mm-hmm. and learn and study japanese
2: i think you would like that
1: i think we be good this year i'm going to I want to get fluent in spanish which has been so difficult man i can, I, I can't even i massively overestimated my abilities with learning <laughs> spanish yeah it's such a difficult language like it, it it, it teases you in with like some easy words that are similar to English and uh-huh. some easy phrases like una más cerveza and stuff yeah. like that. We actually get in almost every single word in Spanish is longer, more difficult to say and more syllables than its English equivalent. It's like and, really long, complicated words with R's. And I, I'm yeah. terrible pronouncing R's and L's and and almost every word has like this it's, it's really difficult. Um, and not to mention people speak so super quickly, super quickly. And everyone's got a different accent and twist to it. So it's like every time you, you have to, you have to speak to someone for a a while to start understanding the words that they're saying. And then you hear another person talk It's almost like totally different language or dialect, man. So I've, I've almost given up on it a few times, but I'm getting to a point now where I can actually, I can have, I mean, this is crazy to say, I've been taking like one-on-one lessons for like eight months. Mm. And I'm still not at a point where I can do like, I would say I can have like a 30 minute real basic conversation, but nothing deeper. And as soon as I hear people talking back to me, I'm like, just my brain freezes. So I don't know, man. Um, I want to finish it though. I started it and life will be better in Spain when you can speak Spanish.
2: Yeah. I think both of us have this weird delusion that we can, buy property in foreign countries and not learn the language
1: <laughs> it's time to grow up and learn a language you know it is really fun though that's the thing that's why i want to learn it is because it's fun it's way more meaningful and enjoyable this to speak to someone in their local language yeah and making jokes in a foreign language man oh, is so fun like, yeah i'm so nothing fun. without my jokes you know yeah. i'm come on I'm a, I'm a funny guy and if i if i can't yeah. joke with people
2: and there is this weird Not a
1: lot left. It's a little bit unexplainable, but
2: I feel like when you speak to someone in Spain in Spanish, or you know here in Ukraine in Ukrainian or Russian, you get a new experience that you never would have gotten otherwise. Like even versus if I was talking to someone in English here, like the like that conversation, even though they are you know they're living here. Because they're probably well traveled, they're a little bit more Western. It's not that different than talking to someone from the U.S. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. But when I talk to someone who doesn't speak a word of English, you get like a whole new perspective on life. You get a whole new yes. understanding, and it's like it's like being able to watch a foreign movie film. If that makes yep.
1: sense. Yeah, I agree, man. I know the feeling. Like uh, I was. Some of my best interactions have been in Thailand in like a small village Muay Thai camp with the Muay Thai guys that don't speak even two words of English.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I can't speak to them in Thai, mm-hmm. but we're still become like so tight just through training, handshakes, hugs, eating meals together and stuff. And I'm like, man, if I could even like speak, you know, hundred words in Thai or something, this would just be such a, like a surreal experience, yeah. you know, and getting to know them because they come from such a different way of life and they're fight, like they're fighters for, I mean, that's how they, they survive, right? They fight. They're basically yeah. all prize fighters and, but they're the nicest guys in the world. And like, I don't know, just if you could really get to a level of detail with them, it would be so cool. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I, I, I had that exact um, experience in Thailand, but in many, many countries, especially here, like I'm, I, I go to the sauna twice a week and none of the people there speak English, like, a lot of times, like like older guys um, sitting around naked, like you know, like one girl asked me like, uh, do you want me to beat you with this uh tree, like this you know the yeah I know. I know. the leaves, and it's like such a surreal experience, <laughs> like communicating with someone drinking tea, and I'm like, man, i I wish I could have a a deeper conversation with them about about more important important topics than just like, you know, do you want some more tea or?" You know, is it hot what, in here?
1: And is that is that in Russian that you're talking, or?
2: Yeah, in in Kiev, most people still speak Russian, as in like uh, kind of the, the the daily, yeah, the daily daily language. You know, it's kind of like I'm sure in Barcelona, even though officially it's Catalan, and like in in documents it might be in Catalan, but like day to day, most people are speaking Spanish.
1: Yeah, yeah, no problem. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Uh, well. Spanish would a let what a letdown that's been and I'm I'm way behind schedule on learning that but I think actually uh, Japanese will be I think Japanese will be easier <laughs> let's timestamp that we will line this in a year <laughs> <laughs> again going in overconfident I think previous lives I was Asian that's why uh, I'm drawn there and I I it's weird even when I go to get I get my hair cut out a, like a Chinese place in barcelona it's like six euros get a haircut and when i and when they're sitting there talking in chinese to each other i understand more from them in chinese than i do (laughs) in the people in spanish you know but i only took chinese lessons for like two and a half three months and spanish i've been living there and taking lessons for at least eight months that's crazy yeah
2: yeah that's wild by the way i don't know if this is a christmas miracle but we've talked been talking for 45 minutes and zoom hasn't kicked us out yet Damn. H- have you secretly upgraded Sam?
1: No. Well, that's a good question. I don't think so. So maybe um, I don't know. Let's maybe Derek like upgraded, it was tired to talk about <laughs> just upgraded us.
2: <laughs> Damn it, Derek. All right. Well, yeah. let's uh wrap up this this public portion um yeah. and jump into some kind of deeper things because I think uh there's gonna be a lot to talk about there. For those those who want to hear the, the rest of the, the chat or watch the video itself, see our lovely sweaters, uh, which mine I actually took off because it's actually pretty warm here sitting next to the heater. Uh, please sign up as a Patreon. It helps us a lot in 2023 if you want to keep the show going and not have it uh collapse. <laughs> so if you've gotten anything out of this <laughs> podcast, if you enjoy it, if you enjoy these episodes just five bucks a month keeps Derek on board
1: and keeps us all happy. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, Johnny, catch you in two minutes and we'll we'll go into the investment stuff. All right. See you, buddy.
2: Thanks for listening to the Best Like a Boss podcast. Join our mailing list at investlikeaboss.com to get exclusive access to our insider investment portfolios and our private members forum. If
1: you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Tell your friends and leave us a review in the iTunes store. It helps more than you know. See you guys next week.